people of Israel, the Lord has given you Jericho. Shout with all your might. Shout it out. This was Joshua's signal to the army of Israel and the moment they were all eagerly waiting for. Will the walls of Jericho really fall when they shout? Has God really given them this city? Well, they were about to find out. Welcome, children, to the third episode, where we'll learn more about Joshua. We are midway through our journey, and things are becoming more and more interesting. Last time, we saw how God helped the two spies from Israel, who were sent by Joshua to explore the city of Jericho. They made it out alive, thanks to a woman who hid them when the king of Jericho wanted to capture them. Do you remember this woman's name? Yes, Rahab. Not only did God protect the two spies, but he used them to bring important information to Joshua. That's how, after their mission in Jericho, the people of Israel found out that the people of Jericho, whom they feared, were actually terribly afraid of them and their God. After learning this, the people of Israel waited for the Lord's command as to what they would do next. At this time, Jericho was closed off and highly protected because its people were afraid of the Israelites who were camping nearby. The presence of the two Jewish spies made the people of Jericho even more afraid than they already were, so no one was allowed in or out of the city. In the meantime, the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, I will give you Jericho. Gather an army of men from Israel and march around the city once. Do this for six days. Take the Ark of the Covenant and have seven priests march in front of it with trumpets in their hands. On the seventh day, when a long trumpet blast is heard, have all the people give a loud shout. Then the wall surrounding Jericho will fall and the city will be yours, the Lord had promised Joshua. So Joshua passed on all the instructions he received from the Lord to the people of Israel and to the priests. But it seemed like somewhat of a fairy tale, the people thought to themselves. What do you mean we'll shout and these mighty walls of Jericho will fall? Mmm, that's hard to believe. Perhaps some of the people of Israel had more doubt than faith in their hearts. Perhaps the people of Jericho had more faith in knowing they would be conquered by the people of Israel. And yet still, the people of Israel chose to do exactly as the Lord instructed them. After all, they had seen miracles before. Did they not cross the Red Sea as if on dry land? Did they not eat manna from heaven when they were without food in the wilderness for 40 years? Were they not guided by God through a cloud during the day that became a pillar of fire by night? These are not things you see every day. Yes, they knew these miracles were sent by God. But even so, this new obstacle before them seemed a difficult one to overcome. Before setting out, Joshua reminded his army of all the instructions God gave him. Pay close attention. Joshua shouted loudly so that everyone could hear. During the first six days when we surround the city, do not let your voice be heard. Do not shout except on my signal. On the day that I tell you to shout, 
that's when you will shout, Joshua ended. At Joshua's command, the priests took the trumpets and set out to surround the city of Jericho while carrying the Ark of the Covenant and were followed by the army of Israel. You may be wondering what the Ark of the Covenant is. Well, the Ark was a holy object that God commanded the people of Israel to build following strict instructions a long time ago. It was a symbol of God's promise that He would be present among His people. Now, back to what was happening in Jericho. The people of Israel set out to do what they were commanded by God. On the first day, they marched around the city once, then returned to camp for the night. The next day, Joshua got up early in the morning to gather the priests and soldiers. Then they took the Ark of the Covenant and again surrounded Jericho, and when they were finished, they returned to their camp. On the third day, they did the same. The Israelites did this for six days. When the army first began doing this, the people of Jericho were probably terrified to see the Israelites surrounding their city, and they probably expected that at any moment, Joshua and his army would enter the city and fight them. But no, the Israelites only marched around the walls of the city, then went back to their camp for the night. Quite an unusual thing to do. Seeing how the people of Israel repeated the same ritual day after day, people in Jericho began to wonder, what are these Jews doing? One inhabitant of Jericho asked, looking at the army marching around the walls, I thought they came to fight us. Honestly, I have no idea, another one replied. Perhaps some people in Jericho had even mocked the Israelites. After all, how could anyone expect to conquer a city surrounded by a very thick wall by only walking around it while playing the trumpet? Oh, and the Israelites give us a wake-up call with their trumpets. The people of Jericho were mocking. We can't understand it. What is their plan? Honestly, even the people of Israel probably didn't understand exactly what they were doing. But they continued to march around the city for six days, just as God commanded them. The seventh day, however, was different. On the seventh day, they were to march around the walls of Jericho not once, but seven times. They set out with the priests and the Ark of the Covenant just as they had on the other days. And when they had finished marching around Jericho for the seventh time, the priests blew the trumpets and Joshua called out to the people, People of Israel, the Lord has given you Jericho. Shout with all your might. Shout it out. This was Joshua's signal to the army of Israel and the moment they were all eagerly waiting for. Will the walls of Jericho really fall when they shout? Has God really given them the city? Well, they were about to find out. After Joshua's signal, the priests blew their trumpets and the people began to shout as loudly as they could. And guess what? The walls began to shake and in an instant, the walls of Jericho fell down flat. The people did not have much time to think about what had just happened before their eyes because they had a city to conquer. So they entered Jericho, searched for Rahab and her family, and took them out of the city. 
Then they burned Jericho with everything in it, just as God commanded them to. However, Rahab and her family were saved, and they lived among the people of Israel for the rest of their lives. After the walls of Jericho fell down, all the people of Israel rejoiced in victory. God gave Jericho to Joshua and the people of Israel just as He promised He would. And what a victory it was. Just as we haven't seen walls crumble at the sound of instruments playing and men shouting, neither had they seen such a thing until that day. Why did God choose for the walls of Jericho to fall at the shout of the people and not through battle? Well, we can't know exactly why God planned it this way, but think, other nations have conquered strong cities before, but not using trumpets to knock down their walls. God showed His glory and power through this miracle. And just one more thing. We know that it was not because of instruments or shouts that the walls of Jericho fell down. We know that the walls came down because the people of Israel obeyed God's command. If they had fought hard to tear down the walls, perhaps they would have thought it was their strength and might that made it possible to conquer the city. But instead, the Lord chose for the walls to fall down when they shouted, just as He told them it would happen, so they would realize that He alone is in control. Now, instead of celebrating their own victory, they were celebrating God's victory. Sometimes God asks us to do things that make no sense to us. That's where faith comes in. We need faith to believe and obey God without hesitation. So even if you don't understand His plans, or if what He's asking of you seems too difficult, choose to believe that God knows what He's doing. He has already taken care of all the details. You just have to listen to Him, be brave, and praise Him for the victory He will give you. Our journey with Joshua and the people of Israel continues. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Produced by David and Goliath Productions, if you liked this episode, give us a like and a five-star rating. And remember to tell your friends about us. You can re-watch this episode, along with the rest of the series, on YouTube on the DG Bible Stories channel. You can also find our series in audio format on most podcast apps. We invite you to check out the Joshua original song on our DG Bible Songs channel on YouTube, where we frequently post Christian songs and animations for children.